Empowerment Inc. Radio, K-E-I-F-M.com. It's a joy and it's a blessing to be with each of us today. And the program is Kingdom Keys Spirit Soul and Body Series. I will thank God for today. 
We are just going to go right in and start. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for today. We bless you. We thank you for the day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We commit every activities today into your hands. Have your way. Father, we thank you for sending your son to die for us. And Jesus, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Father, we welcome him tonight. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Be in us, dwell in us, fill us. We are open. Our heart is open to you today. In the name of Jesus. And we cancel every resistance, every activities of strongholds, and every plan of the enemy, every satanic interference, every absent mindedness. Let us be here. Let us sit at our foot. And we are here to receive. And we are here to learn. And we are here to be delivered. We are here to be healed. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen and Amen and Amen. Hallelujah. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good and is awesome. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. We've been talking about <clears throat> about strongholds, and I was just looking back. This is such a big uh, topic. You, see, you know, we, we began with the definition of strongholds, just a recap, and we talked about the fact that uh, it's a problem with demonic strongholds is that they fortify themselves against the knowledge and the word of God. And uh, we had the scriptural reference, and that was Second Corinthians chapter 10. And we read from 1 to 7, okay? But when we talk about stronghold, it's strictly Second Corinthians 10, verse 4, okay? And we are instructed to pull it down, that stronghold, see? We are not to be shaky. We are not to be leaning or be calling us on, on other stuff, but we are to pull down. So you pull it down, you see. So we have a responsibility, and that is for us to pull down, you see. So I read, it said, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds casting down argument and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is what? Fulfilled. Second Corinthians 4 to 6. Hallelujah. And we also talk about uh, how the devil institutes strongholds. We briefly talk about the mind, the wrong theology, uh, evil foundation, wrong choices, cause, evil, spoken words, soul ties, right? And we also talk about how we may be able to uh, identify symptoms of what? strong. Demonic stronghold, and this is what we'll be talking. We are in part three, 
I will believe we will be able to finish it today. Hallelujah. Last time, we stopped at reactions to the name and the blood of Jesus Christ. You see, the moment we talk about the name and blood of Jesus Christ, even around or radio, some people switch off or some people reject you. You see, that is not normal. You see, when you are in a, in a place, anywhere, maybe at work, at school, the moment you mention that name, remember you, people are just just upset, you see, just not okay, you see. That is not normal, you see. Um, we are not to be re- re- reacting to the name of Jesus Christ. But when you talk about Hare Krishna, uh, Mohammed, do I react? No, I don't react. Then why would somebody be reacting when you mention the name and the blood of Jesus Christ? You see, they instantly want to fight you sometimes. You see, that is demonic. So we are not to operate in that level. Hallelujah. Okay. Then vulgar language. Vulgar language. You see, Ephesians strictly talks about we now born again. We have put on a new man. We are not just an ordinary. We have been specially made. We have been bought back. We have been redeemed. We are royal priesthood. We are kings and queens. We are born again. We have been renewed. Our spirit man has been renewed. But we need to now continue to sanctify ourselves, begins to uh, allow the Spirit to walk us out on the inside, into the outside. We now begin to talk as Christ will enable us to talk. You see, now look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4. You see, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4. He said, Neither filthiness. Now, foolish talking, you see. Now, it, this might look too abstract. Let's, let's start, from, uh, uh, start from verse 1. It said, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. We are, we are not following demons. We are followers of who? Of God. You see, we are followers of God as dear children. You see, we are dear children. We are special. Like I just mentioned uh, just a while ago, you see, we are dear children, you see. And verse 2 says, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet many several. You see, now verse 3 says, he said, but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness let it not be once named among you as becoming saints. So verse 4 says, it's a name neither fitness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. Giving of what? Thanks. You see, you know, um, 
when you see some some of our uh, brethren, uh, all they talk is they talk about uh, uh, a vulgar language. They talk about uh, offensive language, uh, idiotic language, uh, uh, just filthiness. You see, filthiness, pornographic uh, statement, and all uh, uh, trash. You see, so and, and we and and these are dirty language. You see, profane language. You see, obscene language. You see, uh, subjective language. Okay, you see. So these are uh, uh, things that uh, uh, suggest where we are in the spirit of God, you see? And that is number 31, okay? Number 32, time, from minutes to hours, ending up some some place, not knowing how you go there, regularly doing things of which there is no memory, you see? You know, sometimes you you be in a place or you discover that you, you are not aware where you are, you see. So instantly you forget, you see. Loss of time, loss of days, uh, loss of place we are. Not able to identify, you see. We have to pray that the Spirit of God will enable us to bring us into our memory. Okay, now 33, extreme sleepiness around spiritual things. Extreme what? Sleepiness around spiritual things. Just as, just as reading the wrong, uh, reading the word of God or listening to a preacher. You see? Such as what? Listening or what? Uh, uh, reading the word of God or listening to a preacher. You see, you see, Proverbs nineteen fifteen says, "Slothfulness casteth into a deep sleep, and idle soul shall suffer hunger." Slothfulness casteth into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer what hunger. You see. So there are, there, there are some people, the moment you start preaching, it's like you have introduced or you have in, in, infiltrated the room with a sleeping medication. They instantly uh, go into a deep sleep the moment you start speaking. The moment you start speaking, they start snoring. And the moment you stop preaching, they wake up. And I have seen this with my own eye. If you sit down like that, the moment the pastor, the moment he starts preaching, he goes into a deep sleep. You see? And the moment he, we are saying uh, the grace, and he starts to wake up. You see? So that kind of stuff like that. Or sometimes you want to read yourself, and you start to sleep, start to snore. Sometimes it might be due to your day, uh, uh, hard day's work. That is, that is, that is known that you, so you are tired. You see, but when you are not tired, you see, you are you you are fresh. Then yet you are you are still going into a deep sleep when you.
we want to read the Word of God. Number 34, demonstration of extraordinary ability. A demonstration of what? Extraordinary ability. For example, they call it ESP, okay? Uh, Extrasensory perception. Also, they call it the fifth, fifth sense. Or second sight, you see, the claim reception of information not gained through recognized physical senses, but sense with the mind, you see. So these are uh, uh, um, we as children of God should not get into. Okay, these are uh, a different spirit. There is also tele- telekinesis. Telekinesis. They uh, uh, try to use uh, psychic ability, allowing them to influence a physical system, okay, without physical interaction, okay. So they try to do things in a psychic way of life, okay. Obviously, you know this is not of God. Hallelujah. Now. Number 35, now unexplained pain, you see, without justifiable explanation, especially in the head or in the stomach or in the body, uh, wherever it is, you see, pain, unjustifiable explanation. Uh, Sometimes you uh, visit with the physician, they cannot identify what is going on. Okay, so you have to pray. Okay, we have to what pray. Okay, now number thirty-six. Physical ailment, right, can often be alleviated by a command or spiritual authority. For example, epileptic seizure, asthmatic attack, you see, and various pains. So these are physical ailments. You see. Uh, we're seeing this in the scripture, epileptic, okay, and uh, uh, other physical ailments, okay. These are something that we need to pray about, okay. Now, number 37, sodium, uh, sodium interference with bodily functions, like bustling in the ears, imagine temporary or inability to speak. Or here, or sudden uh, severe headache, you see, hypersensitivity in hearing, uh, or sudden uh, chills, or overwhelming heat in the body, <clears throat> okay, or, or overwhelming uh, heat in the body, numbness, numbness in arms or legs. Or temporary paralysis. You see, so we we need to pray. Hallelujah! Again, sudden interference with bodily functions. It might be temporary, uh, bodily in the ears, inability to speak or hear, or sudden severe headache, hypersensitivity in hearing or touch, or sudden tears. 
or overwhelming heat in the body, uh, numbness in arms or legs, paralysis. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, treme- uh, number number thirty-eight. Trem- tremendous hostility or fear when encountering someone involved in deliverance work. You see, we've seen this in many places in churches where they are doing deliverance. Uh, you, you you approach the, these people, these men of God, and you begin to feel a sense of uneasiness. You begin to feel that there is hostility. You want you are feeling very fearful. You see, sometimes they want they want to even fight. You see, so when we begin to encounter someone involved in deliverance work and we are feeling so hostile, then we need to watch out. You see, number thirty-nine. Okay. A strong aversion, you see, aversion towards scripture, reading, and prayer, especially one-on-one. A strong what? Aversion towards scripture, reading, and prayer. A strong dislike, uh, opposition. They want to uh, dislike the, the scripture. Or they oppose what the scripture is reading. They can even translate it the way they like in in in, in the alternative that will give them peace. You see, uh, a strong repugnance, a strong hatred in scripture reading and prayer. You see, when you are not appreciative of prayer, you are always putting prayer. In, uh, in in a level where it's supposed not to be, watch out. You see, when you dislike prayer, when you are uh, uh, rejecting prayer, that is is baseless. It's of no use. You know the level you are. You see, the devil doesn't like prayer. You know, he will not like prayer. Because prayer, when you when you begin to deliverance, you will see what the demons say. Sometimes you the demon will say, uh, uh, the demon will say, uh, it's a prayerful person. You pray, 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 pray. You see, he he pray. Sometimes you say, okay, how about his career? Then the demon will say, well, I, 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 I could not touch the, the career because he's, he's a prayerful person, you see. But he's not going to want marry. Why? Because he's married to, to him or her already. What about his career? Because he prays. I I'm not I don't want to temper with that, with that. So they 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 hate praying. They hate what praying. So they don't want you to to pray. They don't want us to pray. So prayer is so important in the life of our of our in in, in our life. So essential in our life. 
that we need prayer every time. And we have to pray always. Pray without ceasing. Okay? So we have to what? Pray. Hallelujah. You know, when you know there are some people they they, they have a strong aversion to snake, just like that. The moment there is a snake, oh my lord, they they want to vanish. You see? The same way with prayer or scripture reading. The moment we say let's pray, they are like sleeping. They are like, Oh my lord, this is the worst thing ever. You see. So we need to watch out and begin to pray against it. We should be excited to pray. We should be excited to read the Word of God. The Word of God, according to it, is uh, as sweet as honey. You see, it's just as sweet as honey. You see, so when we pray, we we are able to communicate. We are able to dialogue with our God and talk back to us. Okay, you see, you see. So when we pray, we are able to remove strongholds. We are able to defeat the 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 enemies. Uh, hallelujah. Now, number thirty-nine: irrational laughter or crying. You see, irrational laughter or crying. You see, when we are laughing and it's not just the normal laughter or crying. You know, this is not a place for laughing and there is a place for crying. And you yourself will know this laughter is not normal. And the Spirit of God will tell you that this is not normal. And the Spirit of God will tell you this is not ordinary crying. So we have to pray and cancel every activities of the enemy. You see, the enemy will always like to make a mockery of the word of God. Now, this does not mean that when we laugh at the church, it's demonic. Or when we cry in the church, it's demonic. No. There is always imitation for every good thing that the Lord has placed in us. Of course, there will be somebody who will be laughing in the church, which is not normal. It's demonic. So there is a place for every good thing of God, and the devil will always imitate, will always counterfeit the good things of God. We always try to bring every alteration, try to alter the plan and purpose of God, but we will not succeed in the name of Jesus. Father, we cancel every plan of the enemy in these demonic activities I have just uh, talked about right now. We are still going. Father, we cancel every activities of enemy. You have given us power. You have given us authority. And we lay our hands on these symptoms in the name of Jesus. We cancel your spirit. We cancel your association. We cancel your activities. You, Satan, we cancel every, your, your, your co-host, your demonic uh, influence. They are numerous. We cancel you, you demon spirit. You spirit of wherever you are, 
we cancel you in the name of Jesus. In these symptoms, we reject you in the name of Jesus. We approach you in the name of Jesus. We lay us on you in the name of Jesus. We cut down that tree the, the, the enemy is planting in the life of the Christians in the name of Jesus. We pull you down every tree that the Father has not planted in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, number 41. Number 40 was irrational laughter and crying. Now, number 41, exhibitionist. You see, people who like to show off whatever they have, they want to show off their anatomy, they want to undress, they want to show uh, the, the, themselves. You see, they want to go naked. You see, they show off their breasts or whatever they have. You see, Half of them is seen, you see. So you know what I'm talking about, okay? Now, 42, extreme interest in, parano- in, in paranormal uh, on the dark side, you see. Extreme what? Interest in paranormal, dark side. Now, let's go to the scripture for this. Now, when you look at... Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, okay? Ephesians chapter 5. You know, a couple, a couple of minutes ago, I talked about uh, uh, Ephesians 5 verse 4. Excuse me. And we were talking about pitiness or filthy language. Now, let's talk about now this aspect of darkness. See, let's start from uh, verse, uh, uh, Ephesians 5, uh, um, verse uh, 8. You see, it says, For you were once in darkness, but now you are in light, or you are light. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the world. You see? When we are not born again, we are darkness. Not in darkness, but we are darkness. Because when we're born again, we are light of the world. So when you are not born again, you are darkness. You can imagine that. So uh, yeah, it's just darkness. So if you are not born again, I can say Mr. Darkness. And uh, when, when you are born again, I will say Mr. Light. Because we are light to the world and we are sought to the world. Okay, so here he says, "For you were once darkness, but now you are you are light in the, in the Lord. So walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth." Verse ten. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, I have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. So we are not to have what fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. Shameful. So we won't talk about it. Which are done by them in secret. You see, verse 13 says, it said, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. You see? 
So we are not to partake in darkness because they are unfruitful works. And these unfruitful works, you will now be ashamed to even speak of this child done in the secret because they were done in darkness. You see? So this is very important because when 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 you see this, you will see the intention of the monastery host. Amen. You see, extreme uh, extreme uh, uh, number forty three now, extreme rest, restlessness. You see, when we have uh, restlessness, especially in a spiritual environment, especially what. In a spiritual environment, especially when we are what in a spiritual environment, when we are uh, in a church, in a fellowship, or in a in in a in any setting where we pray, right? When we read the Word of God, you feel uh, rest restless. You feel you are bored, you are yawning, you are having anxiety. Uh, nervous, right? Nervous, okay? Whereas we have to work, relax, yet we are what? Nervous, okay? So it's not a place we need to be. Or we fret. Whereas the scripture clearly says that we should not fret. You see, it said, uh, uh, Psalm 37, verse 1 says, It says, Do not fret because of evil doers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. You see, so we are not to what? Fret. Okay? And we are not to be what? Anxious. Hallelujah. And nervousness, agitation, uh, apprehension. Uh, we have inability to rest or relax. We are restless. You see? We have inability to rest or relax. Uh, anxiety. You see? Uh, we are nervous. You see? So we have to pray against this, okay? We have to cancel every spirit associated with them. We have to cancel that spirit of anxiety. We have to cancel uh, that spirit of boredom, uh, nervousness, uh, fretfulness, okay? Uh, inability to rest or relax. They just have a peaceful sleep, you see? So just having a, a peaceful rest and a peaceful sleep or relax, very important in our lives. That way we are able to hear from God. We are able to receive from God. Okay? Because now we don't have any interference with any drug or with any uh, outside influence. Okay? So we receive from God in, in, a, in a father and child relationship. Hallelujah. Now, verse uh, number 30, uh, 34. 
agitation for no reason, such as feeling of wanting to break something or hurt someone. Haven't you been to some 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 uh, uh, a spiritual environment or to a fellowship or church, and uh, you feel you begin to see uh, confession? You feel you see the person always like to break something, uh, always happy to see blood. You see, uh, uh, wanting to kill somebody, is happy, enjoys doing those things. You see, so you know it's not a girl. It's a stronghold that we need to work pull down. We need to come against that stronghold. We need to defeat the plan of the enemy. Hallelujah. We don't want to follow the unfruitful work of darkness. Hallelujah. We want to follow what Jesus to be the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Again, agitation for no for no known reason, such as feeling of wanting to break something or hurt someone. Okay? Very important. Okay? Very important. See, because we have no right to hurt anyone. We have no right to uh, take the life of someone, someone else. Now, number 45. Having sexual desire with someone of the same sex. You see, having sexual desire with someone of the same sex. Are you having uh, sexual desire with someone of the same sex? That is a man having a feeling for another man or a woman having a feeling with another woman. Okay? That is not the way we were made. That is not the way we were created. We don't have Adam with Adam or Eve with Eve. We have Adam and Eve. Or we didn't have Steve with Steve or Mary with Mary. We have Steve with Mary. Okay? So this question of this is how I am, this is how uh, I feel, you can see that you yourself will know it's not of the right spirit. Okay? So you have to search the scripture. You have to look at what the scripture is saying. You have to find out yourself what is going on in yourself. Just like you, 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 you wake up you want to take a shower. You wake up. You want to uh, um, go to somewhere, right? You intentionally make that uh, uh, action. You intentionally go for it, you see. So intentionally seek the Word of God. What is the Word of God saying this lifestyle? What, what am I doing? Is, is it within the confines of the scripture or the word is the one that is leading me into this? 
You see, you know, the world, according to the scripture, is passing away and the things thereof. So why the world that is passing away and the things thereof would be the one that will be leading to? The world has the pride of the pride of life. The uh, the the I mean. The loss of the flesh, the loss of the eye, and the pride of life. See, these are things that is passing away. You see, let me read it, uh, and 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 we we see we see what I'm talking about, because the word of God, we, they are the one telling us, oh, uh, it's it's okay, you are fine, but the word. Is passing away. The 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 world themselves, they are the one telling us, "Oh, it's okay." But why would we be listening to something that is uh, passing away and and reject the word of God that we endure forever? So we are all going to pass away, but the word of God endures forever, and yet we we, we reject the word of God. You see, let's read First John chapter two, verse uh, fifteen. He said, "Do not love the world or the things in the world." You see, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but of of the of the world, verse seventeen, and the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. You see, and yet we listen to what the, the what the world is saying to us, and the scripture is saying here, the word of God, the world is passing away. You see, so. We need to reorientate our mind and allow the Word of God to mold us and renew our mind in a way that we will begin to yield to the Spirit of God. You see, the Spirit of God will not direct us or will not lead us or will not guide us in into what? Into sin, it will not direct us to a wrong path. The spirit of God will not contradict itself. That this is what we need to do. Why he clearly go against that thing? He will not lead you there. Definitely, it's a different spirit, completely contrary to the word of God. Hallelujah. Okay, let's move ahead. Time is my time is quickly uh, approaching any. So now, but I do want to uh, talk about this. Now let's let's check Romans chapter one. Okay, Romans chapter one. Okay, Romans chapter one verse one. I mean Romans chapter one. Uh, because of time, let's zero into. Verse 26. He said, For this reason, God gave them up to who? To their passions. 
see. So, so you see, passions is what the Lord has given us to. You see, for even even they are willing exchange the natural use for what is against nature. What is a word against nature? Likewise, also the men living the natural use of the woman. Born in their loss for one another. Men with men born in their loss for one another. Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. You see, and you can see just below below what I just read, verse twenty five. Uh, is this verse 25 or 28? Verse 28 down, you begin to see uh, other vices, you see? So, men were given to passions, and as a result of that, they begin to exchange the natural use of themselves against nature. Men born in their lust for, for one another, men with men, Women with women. Okay? So, this is in the scripture. Not making this up myself. Okay? And I didn't write it myself. This is in the scripture. And yet, when we read here, I don't know how people translate here, people who justify themselves of their lifestyle. I don't know how they, they interpret here. So, I don't know. Okay? So let's move on. Hallelujah. Okay. Now number number forty six. Constant feeling of worthiness or worthlessness. You are worthless. You, you feel shame. You feel guilt. Uh, suicidal thoughts. Feeling that you you are not you are hopeless. Uh, worthlessness. You you don't you don't want anything. You are useless. Uh, shame, ashamed, or uh, very guilty. Uh, maybe past, present. Uh, every time you want to kill yourself. Obviously, these are all strongholds that we need to pull down. We need to pull down that spirit of worthiness. You are special. God has uh, uh, created you for a special workmanship. I mean, a, a special uh, duty. You are a, a workmanship. You see? Uh, let me... Uh, you, you are special. You see? We are not ordinary... We are not ordinary. We are special. Okay? We are not just ordinary person. We are fully filled. Okay? Part of us, one third of us, is the uh, the born again, spirit filled. So we are not just ordinary. We are special. Okay, we are his workmanship, 
created Christ Jesus for good works, you see, which he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So your job or my job is to begin to seek God to uh, allow us or to reveal to us the good works which he has prepared for us before we were born so that we will walk in them, so that we will fulfill the plan and purpose of God, so that we we will do things according to his will and plan. See, you are not useless. I'm not useless. So you tell the devil he is the one that is useless. He has been cast down. He has no no job. He's jobless. He has no function. You see, he has been expelled. You see, just like uh, somebody has been working. You know, you've been assigned to work a particular work at your workplace. Now the 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 say, hey, go. We don't need you anymore. You see, something like that. So all you need to do, you wake up in the morning, uh, you try to cause trouble, walk around, instead of looking for a good, meaningful job. It's exactly what he's doing. You see, try to uh, look for uh, trouble, cause trouble, inflict pain, affliction, cause death. You see, but we are not worthless. We've been designed by for a special purpose. You are designed for a special purpose. And we are designed designed for a good works. So we have to work in them. Hallelujah. Okay? Don't care about what the devil is saying, care about what is planned. We have to work work in his purpose. In the purpose of God. Okay? We have to uh, uh, allow him to walk in us. We are not to reject him, but we have to allow him, the Spirit of God, to walk in us. So we are not the one to dictate to him the good works that he has for us, but we have to allow the good works he has for us. He has made us for, because we are his clay and his departure. So he has carefully designed us, because we are his workmanship. He carefully designed us for a special purpose. See, Ephesians 2, verse 10 says that. Okay? So we are, he works, it's a workmanship. So we need to work carefully and allow him to, uh, allow him for his good works to work in us so that we will work in him. Hallelujah. But I will, I will tell you that the devil will always want his work to manifest. Okay? We always want to give us the low, the low work. We want us to settle for less. We want us to be endless, busybody, having nothing to do but causing trouble, roaming around the street endlessly, causing trouble, and you look at yourself, the whole day, nothing is done, just endless. Is the work of the enemy. It's a stronghold. And we have to pull it down. Hallelujah. 
you say every tree that the enemy that the enemy is planting, this every tree that the Father has not planted, we lay the ass on that tree, we put you down in the name of Jesus. Pull that tree down, pull that stronghold down, pull that affliction down in the name of Jesus. We cancel every activities of the enemy in the name of Jesus. 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 Now, uh, 46, we we talk about the constant feeling of worthlessness, shame, guilt, suicidal thoughts. Now, 47, disregard for physical uh, appearance. You don't care about how you look. Uh, you, you you used to uh, take care of yourself. Now you just like where you, you, you don't feel like that anymore. So it's like you're giving up. You see, we are not to give up. We have to take care of the body. It is our responsibility to take care of the body. We are just, it's a tent, the poor causes. So it's a borrowed place. We live in it. Because our research is the spirit. And we are living in this, in this tent and we have to maintain it. And it, it, the spirit of God will dwell in the body. So we have to allow the body to be nice, to be beautiful, uh, to be clean for him to come in and dwell in it. So we should not allow fitness to take the place of clean physical appearance. Okay, so it's often a sense of neglect or a sense of depression. Okay, so we need to not disregard our physical, the way we look, the way we we take care of our body. You know, when we take care of our body, it will intentionally show in our mood and in our in the way we react to others, and and similarly, other people will react. To you, the same way. You see, who is going to talk to people who doesn't have the hair comb, uh, the way they dress is a complete neglect or stinking? Of of course, people will run away from you, and when people run away from you, then you will read it that they hate you, they don't like you. Whereas it is you who has started it initially. Okay. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. So there are so many other symptoms, but if you find any other symptoms, I encourage you to add it to this and pray. You see, prayer break every yoke. Prayer will release the grace of God to come into our lives. Prayer will break every forces of the enemy. Prayer will root out every plan on the enemy. It will destroy every tongue and every root that the enemy has planted. It will destroy every forces, every tree that the enemy has planted that is not of God. The Lord will root them out in the name of Jesus. The Lord, the Lord will root them out in the name of Jesus. 
the Lord will, will root them out in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. We cancel every plan of the enemy, every tree that the enemy has planted in the name of Jesus. You tree, you stronghold, in whatever symptoms you belong to, we root you out in the name of Jesus. We pull you down in the name of Jesus. You tree, we cast you down in the name of Jesus. We approach you from the top root. We approach you from the ground. We approach you from wherever you are in the name of Jesus. In the body, in the organs, in the arteries, in the, in the liver, in every part of the body. There's no hiding place for you. We approach you in the name of Jesus. We cast you down in the name of Jesus. And we cancel every activity of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We pull you down, we pull you down, we pull you down, we pull you down in the name of Jesus. We cancel every activities of the enemy, every symptoms in the name of Jesus, in the stronghold, in our wives, in our in our husband, in our way of life, in our relationship. We cancel every symptoms of stronghold in the name of Jesus. We cancel the root in the name of Jesus. We approach the root in the name of Jesus. We approach you in our in a, in, in our family, in our children, in our household, in our career, in every way of life, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we approach you in the name of Jesus. Your spirit of stronghold will pull you out in the name of Jesus. We cancel your spirit in the name of Jesus. We lose you from ourselves in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our life in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our career in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our work in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our business in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our marriage in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our children in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our strong from from our our homes in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our finances in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our health in the name of Jesus. We lose you from the way we relate or our worship in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our family in the name of Jesus. We lose you from our children in the name of Jesus. We lose you from the schools in the name of Jesus. We lose you from every way of our life, from our relationship in the name of Jesus. We thank you, O oh God, for the blood. We thank you for the blood, my Lord, my God. We thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Take a stronghold in us. Take a stronghold in our life, Holy Spirit. Take a stronghold in our children. Take a stronghold in our family. Take a stronghold in our business, O oh God. Take a stronghold in our heart, my Lord, my God. Take a stronghold in our career, my Lord, my God. Take a stronghold in our family. Take a stronghold in our career. Take a stronghold in our business, my Lord, my God. Take a stronghold in our head, my Lord, my God. Take a stronghold in our government. Take a stronghold, Holy Spirit, in our community. In the name of Jesus. Take a stronghold in our walk with you, O God. Take a stronghold in our fellowship, my Lord, my God. Take a stronghold in the way we talk. In the name of Jesus, take a stronghold in our body, 
In the mighty name of Jesus, take a strong hold in the world, my Lord, my God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, take a strong hold in our worship, my Lord, my God. We bless you. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. So we just have to the end of today's program. Just want to encourage you to, that you continue to pray and ask God to take a stronghold in your life rather than allowing this, this, the, the satanic, demonic influence to take a stronghold in us. Rather, invite the Spirit of God to take a stronghold in every area of our life. In the name of Jesus, let him come in. Let him come in. In the name of Jesus. Though he's a strong man, he comes into our life. But we are stronger with the Spirit of God. He cannot come in. The Spirit of God will overtake him in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we bless you. And we, we have come to the end of today's program. And we pray that the Lord will be with you, continue to keep you, and let his face shine upon you, and give, give you peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Take care. See you next time.